0: Sick and tired of your love-hate relationship with wine? Welcome to the Feel It Alcohol-Free Podcast. Hi, I'm Coach Ruby Williams. And I'm Coach Susan Larkin. We're two former wine lovers turned alcohol freedom coaches exposing the lies about alcohol and giving you, our listeners, the tools to break free so you can feel lit. And when you're lit, you'll feel healthier, freer, and more in control of your life. So relax, kick back, and get ready to feel lit alcohol-free. And don't forget, grab a copy of our wine-free weekend guide after the show. Welcome. Oh my gosh, we have such a great question from a listener this, mm. this time. And a listener wrote in, she says, I'm new to the area and I want to make friends. And a gal invited me to happy hour, but I'm a newly alcohol-free and I'm not sure what to do or say. Wow. This is such a good question. I talk about wow. it all the time. So I'm so yeah. excited to cover this topic. How do you, would you, let's kick it off with you, Susan. How would you answer this question?
1: Yeah, I love this question. Oh, so there's a couple things here, you know, that sounds like she's new to the area, wants to make friends. So we're going to answer, assuming that you want to go to this happy hour. And we can address that a little bit about that later too, but and you want to get a win under your belt if you're also newly alcohol-free, right? So there's a plan that we talk about in our coaching, right, Ruby, that is the PPP, which is for social events, prepare, plan, and play it forward. So I'll start with prepare. So- Preparing in advance, this is the what you do before even the event is, you know, look up if you have, you know, if you're if you're talking with your friend and it's like, okay, where are we gonna meet? You know, if you have prepared and know places in your area that you know have mocktails or that you know carry Heineken Zero Zero, if that's something that you drink or also you know are not places that are like your old haunts if you that may be triggering for you like some place that has a happy hour but isn't like a bar environment or you know because if the other person wants to drink like a cafe that also has wine but also you could get a latte or something like that so just kind of planning in advance and part of the preparing in advance also i would say would be to visualize yourself walking in, especially if this is your first time, right? You know, go into like a happy hour environment, walking in and visualize and see yourself walking in like the badass alcohol-free person you are and, you know, ordering that mocktail, ordering the Heineken 00, asking really for what you want. Just see yourself in all of your strength, you know, grounded, just because visualization. Our minds don't differentiate between reality and our visualization or our imagination. And what's amazing is then when you do go to that happy hour, if you visualize yourself in advance, your mind thinks, Oh yeah, we already done this. We got this. It doesn't feel like you're effing first time. Right. And just having a plan and practicing, you know, ha- practicing what you're going to say in advance, because also if this is the first time you've ordered something alcohol-free in a bar environment, it's awkward. And I just, I remember this back in the early days before I even had any of the information that I got from this naked mind or any of the sober verse. Is when I was first in AA and went out with my family and I was really uptight about going to this nice restaurant where they had wine and what was I going to order? And literally my son was like pushing the drinks menu over to me like, mom, you need drinks because I was so uptight. Of course I wasn't (laughs) drinking. And so it was like, what? You know, that's so embarrassing, but. And then when the waiter came around, I just didn't even know what to do because I hadn't practiced. I hadn't prepared. I hadn't looked at the menu. I didn't know what to order. And I'm just like, oh, I'll have a diet Coke, you know, like it just defaulted to diet Coke. Like I hadn't planned. And, um, but I also know other times when I hadn't planned or ha- hadn't prepared in advance, I also felt awkward even ordering like the mocktail, like I'll have a. You know, I was just so used to oh, Sauvignon block, Sauvignon Blog, like it just rolled off my tongue, you know what I mean? But I wasn't used to ordering, Oh, I'll have a sparkling water with a splash of cranberry and lime and I'd really like it in a pretty glass. So actually practicing that and like, you know, preparing what I'm gonna say when I order was is, is really helpful because you just feel prepared when you go in and you're not gonna be caught unaware. you know? Yeah. So that's what I would say. You know, and I hear this
0: so much from our clients, from, well, from my clients where they, if they didn't prepare and they didn't like come up with their, their, what they were going to order in advance and visualize and practice, like Mm -hmm. we're talking, something can just like come out of the blue. And then like you said, oh, I'll just have a Sauvignon Blanc, like rolls off your tongue. This happens. I've heard this countless times. So it's so important to just go, I'm going to order, you know the diet Coke, if it's, if it's a diet Coke. But my next thing, I love this. It's a, it's one of our tactics we use a lot. It's duck mode. So duck mode is, it's like a duck having water roll off his back. Okay. So it's about making a firm decision before you go out. Like literally even just, you mm-hmm. can, before you go into your happy hour and you walk in the door, you can just say, I'm going to be alcohol free. I'm not going to drink and, you know, and totally go into duck mode. Now, the reason why is your brain, (laughs) your little, like, it's like a little toddler, right? The little toddler, you know, when you take a little toddler to the store and they went ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. So this Mm -hmm. is, you want to shut your brain down, right? You know, when you, with the toddler and you say, you finally say no, no ice cream, they, they usually can stop, right? So totally go into duck mode because if you think you're going into a happy hour or any kind of social event with a maybe, maybe I'll have a drink, maybe I won't. A maybe almost always means yes, like you're going to drink. But if you follow our Mm. um, PPP plan, you know, you can have so much success and a win on your belt. Yeah. So that's the duck mode. The second is plan. So of the PPPs, right? It's prepare and then plan. Mm. So. Yeah. What are you going to drink? What are you going to say? So actually, oh, <laughs> you got a thumbs up. on Okay. We're, we're, we're looking at the screen. Yeah. I know you're hearing audio, but she did a thumbs up and it gave her a thumbs up. It's so funny. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to drink? Um, Susan just was like telling you to look at a menu in advance, but if you want a special drink, just, you know, have a special drink in mind, but also have a backup plan. My backup is always sparkling water with lime. You know, every single restaurant, Mm -hmm. bar, anywhere you go, they're going to have most likely sparkling water with lime. Like you can, something like that, or Diet Coke, like Susan brought up. But then what are you (laughs) going to say? I'll give you some examples. Like, so I was so worried. What if someone asked me, what, you know, what are you going to drink? Like that question, what are you going to drink? And I would say, just have it totally so it just rolls off the tongue. Or what if they say, are you going to drink? Like that question. And you can say, yes, I'll have a drink. I'll have a sparkling (laughs) lime with water or I'll have a Diet Coke or an iced tea or, you know, an AF wine, mocktail. You've already got it planned. And then the other thing like is what are you going to say? If someone happened to say, ask you, like, why aren't you drinking wine tonight? you know, you want to be prepared for that. Cause I was really kind of anxious and nervous about what if my friends asked me, why aren't I drinking? So I kind of came up with a lot of ideas and I'll share a few with, with you. And maybe Susan has a couple too. Like I, my go-to was I'm on a keto diet. I can't drink. You know, you can say, yeah, I, yeah, I just don't (laughs) feel like, or I want to take a break. You know that right now there's like dry January, or you could say you're taking a month off. It's kind of becoming more, common and this alcohol-free movement is, is really underway. Um, you can also say I'm the designated driver. You can say I have an early day tomorrow, so I'm just not drinking tonight. Some, I also have this one. You can kind of defer it. Oh, I'm so thirsty. I'm just going to have, you know, sparkling water now. Maybe I'll have it later. If you can do that too, like defer it. Yeah. Is there any that you can give us,
1: Susan? Yeah, I think the deferring really works at parties where you're not just like sitting across from one person and Mm -hmm. they notice that you didn't order a wine later. But like at a party when the host says, you know, hey, what do you what do you want to drink? Oh, I'm so thirsty. I'd really love a a sparkling water because then that's like, you know, when you arrive at a party, the hostess or host really wants to make sure you're taken care of. And then they go off and they're super busy and they forget about you not forget about you in a mean way, but you know, then you're, you, yeah. can, you know, you're fine. You have a drink, you know, the, the idea of keeping a drink in hand. So then if you have a drink, nobody's going to ask you if you want a drink, that's key. It's been a, a one-on-one situation and a one-on-one situation. And it's something you just said, Ruby was I'm not drinking comma tonight. If you say that it's not the sweeping, you know, then they don't have to go for the rest of your life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, or you say, Oh, I'm not feeling like drinking tonight because I have an early morning tomorrow or whatever and it really depends on who you're with. If this is your bestie and you really are like being committed to pursuing or sober curious and really looking at your drinking and pursuing a lengthy time of alcohol-free time, then you're going to see them again and they'll be like you're still not drinking. Like so you may think like, you know, you sort of weigh out who this person is and do how much of their your story do you want to be telling? You know, complete stranger, you know, do you need to tell the waiter why you're not drinking? <laughs> You know, my daughter's always getting mad at me for like telling the waiters like my entire life story. But if it's your bestie and you're feeling comfortable, you may just want to be like, you know, I really felt like I was drinking too much and I'm going to take an extended break and, you know, but don't worry, you can drink. Doesn't bother me at all. And I'm going to have this. And then just the other tactic too is then to turn it tr- the, the attention in the conversation to them. Like, oh, I'm not drinking tonight. Hey, I noticed you got your haircut. It looks so good. Like just right. boom, boom, you know, get off the subject. So Ooh, another I thought thing of one too more. in the plan.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, good. I-, I thought of one more, Susan. You can okay. also text a friend in advance. If you want, if you're ready to tell them like yes. in advance, like I'm not, by the way, we're going to happy hour, but by the way, I'm not drinking or wh- whatever your excuse is. Mm-hmm. And then it's, they've had time to <clears throat> process it. Maybe it's, you've already told, so you maybe won't be as anxious. And once you're at the place mm-hmm. to, to see your friend, you it won't even be, have to be a topic of discussion because you've already texted them in advance. So right, I right. just thought of that one too. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: We have so many tactics to share. Okay. And also remember, yeah, (laughs) I know my gosh. Well, also remembering if they really give you a lot of pushback, like, oh my gosh, you're not drinking. I'm going to have to sit here and drink alone. You know, yeah, that usually indicates that they, you're holding up a mirror and then maybe they are questioning their drinking a little bit. So just don't, if that can help you not take it super personally. Mm -hmm. The other thing you can plan in advance is your getaway plan. Is just, you know, how long do you want to stay? And do you have an, a good excuse if you start getting uncomfortable and you start getting wobbly? So just have your excuse in your back pocket if you need it and maybe plan it in advance so you're not like making it up on the fly. And yeah, just like, oh, look, I got to get going because I've got, you know, an early morning tomorrow or, you know, look at your phone yeah. and go, oh, you know, Luke called me. I need to, you know, get home or whatever. Just have a plan um, and drive and the yourself. Next- Oh, but drive yourself is really important. I mean, at least for
0: me, it's my like huge one. I don't like, I want to be able to leave when I want to be able to leave.
1: Yeah. Yes. 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 And don't be the designated driver for a big party where you're stuck driving a bunch of drunk asses home. Good advice. That's no fun. No fun. That's no fun. Yes. No, but so a bunch of drunk people in your car. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, no. So then the next one, I did that. I had to do that with my family at my husband. I know. That was bad, you know. But anyway, the next one is play it forward two X. And I know, you know, play it forward is a pretty out is pretty common tactic and a lot of people know it. And one of the things that I added to it is this 2X, meaning you do play it forward twice. So if you start to feel wobbly and you start to, or you're getting a little pressure and you're like, maybe I'll just have one glass, you play it forward. Number one is, is it going to really be one glass? I mean, for me, no, never. And how are you going to feel when you get home if you had that three glasses? (laughs) Because it's not going to be just one, maybe two. You know, and how are you going to feel the next morning? You know, like really play it forward. But the two X is... And I love to end on the second one is how are you going to feel if you don't give in? You're going to get home. You're going to be able to do your nightly routine and wash your face and take your mascara off and maybe read your book, have some tea. Like if you have a really nice nightly routine, how are you going to feel when you wake up the next morning? Remember, we want to win here. You're going to feel like a badass. You're going to feel so good. And once you get that first happy hour under your belt, the, the next one is easier. The next one is easier. Yeah. So, you know, the two X and end on the positive one, because you want to be looking for the gain and not always looking at the lack. Right. So, so yeah, the play it forward two X. Yeah. Another really super says
0: I love play it forward. That's one of my favorites. Like, how do you want to feel the next morning? But let's talk about like the actual cravings in the moment So say you're at, you know, you're at this happy hour, you're somewhere out social, And all of a sudden you have a really strong craving and you kind of are getting anxious or in your head. I recommend I run to the restroom or run outside or like you can excuse yourself. Even if you're at a restaurant with a big party, you can, you can go to the restroom, right? So I just step away. I do some deep breathing. I might just say, what do I really need right now? And just get grounded you know there's lots of grounding tools mm-hmm. like you can have a bracelet that you can touch or a stone in yeah. your pocket like ground yourself take oh, some man. deep breaths know that you can handle this ah oh, i'm going to take a deep breath right now and and then when you go back you know you can also text a friend while you're in the restroom you know like reach out for a count of you know friend somebody yeah. who knows what you're going through <laughs> And then you can observe others. When you go back into the room, observe your friend. If it's just the two of you, you know, if she's drinking or your your friend is drinking or say you're at a big party, what's going on? Like really look, because I was able to look at people and they started to get loud and annoying and repeat themselves. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that used to be me. And then I would say, well, I don't have, like you said, I get to go home and get my PJs on and take off my makeup and maybe read or just go to bed super relaxed and not, and have no fear of a DUI. That's something I used to worry about and worry about (laughs) my friends run out. Like they might, you know, something might happen. And I always love that Now I can drive home perfectly alcohol free and get into bed and then wake up the next day feeling good. So it starts with all of these things, handling your cravings and observing others. And, and I just want to say though, Mm -hmm. you know, back to the original question, you know, new to the area, want to make friends invited to happy hour. It's not, you know, you don't have to say yes. You can really listen to your intuition and decide that maybe happy hour is not the right place for you. You can say and set up boundaries where for right now, if you're newly alcohol-free, perhaps you go meet for coffee, right? And change it up. It doesn't have to be happy hour. It can be uh, a Saturday morning coffee date and and then going for a walk, right?
1: So, um, yeah. Really listen to your intuition. absolutely. Because you're kind of Yes, yes. And you just change it up by just not being available and going, Hey, I'm not available at five, but I'm available tomorrow at 10. You want to meet for a coffee? And because if this is a new friend, yeah, you also, you're kind of, it's like dating, right? You're kind of dating this person. Like maybe you're not ready to share that you're alcohol free because you don't even know this person yet. And you're trying to see if they're going to be that friend. You know what I mean? So definitely, uh, I love that. I love, you can always say, Hey, you know, I'm not available at five, but I'm going to this great hot yoga class downtown. You want to do that and then grab a coffee afterwards and just start, you know, coming up with alternatives to happy hour. Like we just default to happy hours where we always get together with people and there's so many other options. Go for a hike, you know, and we talk about this in our wine-free weekend guide. So all of these tactics are in that guide that we put together. And let me tell you, this thing is chock full of everything we talked about in this episode and more, and it's free to you. We put it together because we want to know more. It's like, what, 12 pages or something? It's crazy. And it is so val- it's so val—it's a valuable resource. So I just want to encourage you to, to download that. If this is an area that you want some more resources, you can get it at feellitpodcast.com. That's F-E-E-L-L-I-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com in case you're just listening. Yeah. We also have a link in the show notes, so you can go there, just click on the link, which is so easy. And Uh, One of the other things that came to mind that I really wanted to mention when Ruby was mentioning having a buddy, right? If you were, you know, texting somebody in advance, or we have a Facebook group and you can just go on there and be like, "Hey, I'm going to a happy hour tonight. Wish me luck, people!" You know, and and then you have accountability. You can come back and go, "Hey, I did it," and so many people will celebrate with you. Already, there are so many amazing people in the group, and they're so supportive. And just lovely, lovely people who will have your back, you, you know can go in, and if you're in an emergency situation like Ruby talked about, like in the bathroom going, "I'm you know, I'm getting wobbly." And I had that when I had I was at day 89, and I had committed the first time I'd committed to going to 100 days, and I was wobbly, and I had my buddy. And I had my group and I remember going in there and sending up, sending up a flare, you know, sort of like, you know, when you have an accident on the side of the road, I was sending up a flare of need support because I was really, really, really triggered, really triggered to drink and was in a hotel by myself. And so, yeah, so doing that helped me because once I put it out there, I was, I, I'm like, I'm a, not a people pleaser, that's not the right word, but I'm a, oh gosh, what's the word? Oh, I can't remember the word, but anyway, I'm somebody who, if I make obliger. a commitment to someone else, I'm like obliger. Yes. That's the word. I'm more apt to keep a commitment to someone else than myself. Um, I'm doing better at that now, but it was, it's a helpful to know your yeah. personality. And if I put it out there to you, Ruby, like, Hey Ruby, I'm struggling that I'm more apt to do what I said I was going to do so that I could come home and go, Ruby, yeah. I did it. I did it for you.
0: <laughs> I did it for me, I- but I also did. I call uh, this an accountability yeah. sandwich. And it's, and it's literally, if you, would, if you say it out loud, to, out loud to yourself, out loud to, to a group, to a person, or in a, like a Facebook group or a text. It, mm-hmm. And then you, so the sandwich is you, you say in advance, you know, I'm, I'm going and I'm going to be alcohol free. You like, and that's also making your firm decision and commitment. Then you go do yeah. the thing yeah. and then you come back And you say, I did it. So everybody can celebrate you because having an FF, okay, I call this an FFT, okay, a friggin' first time. So the first time you go out, it's, it is, it's a little more, you have a little more anxiety, but you know what, if you do follow everything that we've done and look at the guide and follow our planning, you can really, as we say, get a win on your belt. Put a new neural path, we'll go to science for a second. You're putting in a new neural pathway that you can go out Mm -hmm. to happy hour with a friend. You did it. You celebrate that you did it. And then you can rinse and repeat, you know, figure out what didn't work as well. What can I change? But celebrate Mm -hmm. that you did it. And then the next time your anxiety level goes way down. Yeah. It's not from a 10 (laughs) to a nine. It would go from like maybe a nine to a three. So the next time,
1: because you know you've done it, you can do it again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. really important. Yep.
1: Cool. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And celebrating your wins. And also it may be awkward. It may be uncomfortable, hmm. but it, it, that's okay. Of course it's going to be if it's a FFF friggin' first time. You should go in expecting that it may be uncomfortable versus being surprised. You know what I mean? Because I hear that a lot where it's like, well, you know, then I, cause if you get surprised, then you start to go into that feeling, your, your subconscious brain will be like hijacked. And then you're like anxious and, and looking around at, like, you know, feeling awkward, at least to me would, is like something that my subconscious brain would see as bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. want to change that. And then how do you change that? Well, it would be less awkward if I drank. So that thought was would come up. And if you have the thought of drinking also, don't beat yourself up. Of course, you're going to have a thought to drink. You're in a bar. Or you know what I mean? Like, okay, it's going to come up. Expect it. Plan for it. Yeah. And thoughts,
0: cravings, triggers, urges, they're just thoughts. They're just, you're just having thoughts. Because the last time you were in a bar or a restaurant, you drank maybe. And so the thought's going to be there. And it might show up again and again but it's just a thought and you don't, you don't have to give it any energy. You don't have to give it any power. You don't have to actually do the the action. You don't have to do the behavior when you have a thought. You can just look at it with curiosity. Oh, that's a thought. That's interesting. Hmm. I'm aware of it and I'm curious and then move on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's do you so think good. this is the time so to move into the, my favorite part where, where I ask you, what are you doing to feel lit?
1: Yeah. So Susan,
0: yeah. what sure. are you doing to
1: feel lit? Well, this kind of coincides with what we're talking about today because, and I think I've talked about high-fiving yourself in the mirror in my morning routine, but this is also, it's, it's a little more than high-fiving yourself. It's high-fiving yourself, but it's also this concept of being able to look yourself in the eye. And what I want you to do is when you, before you go to the event, is look in yourself in the mirror and look right into your eyes and say, I've got your back, lady. That's what I used to say. You can say whatever you want, but like you are able to look yourself in the eye. And when you get home, and this is the most amazing part that I found in my sober journey is when I'm washing my face, number one, I'm washing my face. <laughs> Because, right, you know, not going to drinking, bed with your makeup on. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm washing my face and brushing my teeth. I could look at myself in the mirror. I could look in my eyes, and I could, I could just. I remember not being able to even when I was drinking, not even wanting to look at my face. You know what I mean? In the morning or in the evening. So look mm-hmm. at your face, look yourself in the eye, and go. You're a badass. You did this. You know, and the the feeling of being able to look yourself in the eye and not have shame, blame, hating on myself. I was just hating on myself all the time. So that high five gives you this little hit of dopamine, looking at yourself, look yourself in the eye, high five yourself for that win. It feels weird, but it is great. It gives you the dopamine hit that also tricks your brain or shows your brain, this is what I want to do. Right? Because we taught ourselves, our brain, drinking was what we wanted to do with the big dopamine hit. Now we're teaching ourselves, our brain, this is what we want to do. We want to, you know, this is how we want to feel in our life that we feel lit. And we're high-fiving ourselves to give ourselves that dopamine. We're looking ourselves in the eye. Um, I love looking at myself in the eye in the morning, you know. It's just like, Hey, I can do that. I'm not looking at myself with shame or blame or looking at my face going, how do I repair after this night of drinking? You know, right. It's, I don't care how I look in the morning. I mean, sometimes, you know, Hey, I don't care how I look in the morning. I always look better waking up hangover free than I ever did waking up with a hangover. And I don't know, just the ability to be able to look yourself in the eye and, and love yourself and respect yourself is. I don't know. It's everything to me. And it's so worth it. That's, that's just something that's near and dear to my heart. Just finally being able to, at first it was just liking myself, like, you know, and I'm moving towards loving myself, but you know, I hated myself for so long. So it was just so precious to be able to actually look myself in the eye and go, Hey, I like you. And I got your back, you know,
0: That's so beautiful. And and I have such a similar story. And I, I love this high-fiving in the mirror. I do it many, many times per day, but I, I just, I can just (laughs) echo what you said about waking up in the middle of the night, you know, at that 3am and beating myself up. And if I happened to look in a mirror, I would just look down or look away. Or if I happened to look at my eyes, I just had so much shame, blame. Like who, who is that person? Actually, it was, it was always like, that's, that's not me. I don't know who it is. Who's looking back at me? Bloodshot. And I just would then start to say those those words like that I hate myself and I did it again. And it was just, think about that every morning, every night, so often, so many times. But this high five, like you said, it builds new new neural pathways. Another story I can give you with the high five is like, say you went past a, a liquor store that you used to stop at, or, you know, you can high five as you're going, well, maybe drive high five with one hand. I don't know. Or you can do a quick two hands, but look in that rear view mirror, look in your hands eyes on the, wheel. the rear view mirror and go, <laughs> I did it. You know, like I, I passed the liquor store. I passed the gas station that I usually stop at. And that's going to really create yeah. a little bit of dopamine, a little bit of like Celebration and create that new neural pathway that I go past the liquor store and I celebrate, you know. So so yeah, cool, so yeah. cool. You guys, if you're just listening, you can't see me. Yay. I'm doing my high fives like constantly. Yeah, and and all day. You yeah. can like go, I got you, girl. I say more like,
1: you go, girl. I, I love that. You go, girl. You go, girl. You go, girl. You're a badass. <laughs> I know. I love that. You can put this in your a play forward two X too. You can visualize in the 2x part the second part i'm going to get home i'm going to look myself in the eye and i'm going to feel so good about myself and i'm going to high five myself in the mirror and Love visualize it. yourself doing that getting this win yeah so awesome so awesome oh my gosh wow. i think this is this is such a fun episode these are all it my is. favorite tactics and you know it's near and dear to my heart to Help people be able to socialize alcohol free. That was my goal too. Was like I didn't want to feel like I couldn't do something. I wanted to be able to go anywhere and do anything alcohol free, and Me not too. feel limited in my life. To also, because I didn't want to feel like I had to go around with this, this shame, you know, of like, oh, I can't drink, so I, now I can't do these things. You know, there may be things I don't want to do anymore because they're boring or not fun. And they're not not fun because they're, I'm not drinking. They're just not fun. But, you know, but yeah. But yes, you can drink. It's just a
0: sparkling water with lime, you know? Exactly. <laughs> right? You it's can. a beverage,
1: people. It's That's what beverage. I always... Yes. Yes. So. Oh, my gosh. I know we've put so much, I don't know, some, some sort of magical powers into alcohol to where it's like, I, I say this to clients sometimes, you know. Why they're like, well, if they're drinking and I'm not, that's weird. And I'm like, w- what do you mean? Like if I had a Diet Coke and you had a Sprite, would that be a problem? If you were having coffee and I was having sparkling water, would that be a problem? If you were having Diet Coke and I'm having iced tea, would that be a problem? Why right. is it a problem that they're having wine and you're having iced tea? Why is that a problem? <laughs> they're both freaking beverages people, you know? Yeah. Well, like- <laughs> A lot
0: about society's expectations, what we're getting in social media yeah. and movies and TV. So we, yeah. as we, we can help you like really get into all the different layers and we're going to help you on different episodes. We should probably have maybe continue this conversation this in another episode, but yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. please get our free guide. Did I say free? It's totally free. It yeah, talks it's free. about
1: all of these tactics <laughs> and more. So feelitpodcast.com we, w- we yeah. went a little nuts on it we like put everything in it it's a treasure trove for sure yeah yeah, yeah. I love it and we want to help you so All awesome
0: right. yay well, well <laughs> thank you for listening and please uh, yes. see us in the Feel It Facebook community join us there we'd love to see you yeah we uh, want to meet you yay okay. cool okay bye, bye. Thanks so much for listening to Feel It Alcohol-Free Podcast. Do you
1: have a question you'd like us to answer on the show? All you need to do is head over to Apple Podcasts and do two simple things. Leave a rating and review telling us what you think of the show and in that review, ask us any questions you have about breaking free from wine or living an alcohol-free lifestyle. That's it, then tune in
0: to hear your question answered live Don't forget to grab your copy of A Wine-Free
1: Weekend at www.feelitpodcasts.com, And remember, do something today that will help you feel lit. See you next time.